One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is episode 87 with Ivan Raikman. Now, before we get started on this episode, I want to really get to know more of you guys. You know, a lot of you have been reaching out to me on social media and asking, asking me questions about my life, asking me questions about topics you want to discuss, and also, you know, maybe, uh, you know, more guests that you suggest that I should interview. And I really want to get more of an in-depth uh, background about who you are. So please... Let me know all about your life and your stories, and I'll be more than happy to do that. And here is my email address for you to do so. It's tyroxin at uydmag.com. So tyroxin is T-A-Y-O-R-O-C-K-S-O-N, and then at uydmag.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Want to know all about what's up, what you're up to, what cross-cultural issues you have. And, you know, if, you know, if I'm near your city, I'll definitely love to hang out and meet you guys. And uh, just thank you for being faithful listeners. I would not be doing this without you. And, you know, this is 86 episodes now. So definitely love the engagement and want to hear more about you. Without further ado, here is the theme song. <laughs> Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me Ivan Raiklin, and let me tell you something. This is so interesting. I'm currently at a conference speaking about media and diversity, and I just ran into him, and I will share my story, and I found that, that he's a fellow nomad, and he just said to me, let's do an episode right now. So we are doing this on the go, on the fly. Ivan Raiklin, how you doing, man? Great, Ty. It was great to meet you. <laughs> and by the way, I'm, you might hear a little later, we might need to crack open the door, because we're doing it in the back backseat oh this is the backseat oh, my toyota prius this is the quietest place we could find nearby yeah so when when everyone says comes up with excuses this is an exact example of finding no excuses we found a way to make it happen we made it happen and now we're going to talk about international relations language using social media to build a global presence and leadership Bam, so i love it 
I already love this. Let's do this. <laughs> so you know, give us a little background about yourself and uh, tell us why you know why we had to do this episode. <laughs> why we have to do this episode? Or... Yeah. I have the honor of being on your uh, show. So let's see here. My name is Ivan Raikland and I am a polyglot. I speak, depending on the day, time of the week, it's five to seven languages. Uh, I got English, Russian, Spanish, a little bit of French, Arabic, and uh, what else is out there? I understand Ukrainian and Portuguese, oh, since the, you know it falls into the Slavic realm, the Ukrainian That's with impressive. my Russian, and the Portuguese falls into I guess the Lat- the the uh, the Latin based languages, which I speak Spanish fluently. So that, there you have it. That's kind of me in a nutshell as far as what languages I speak. And I've dabbled a little bit internationally, uh, spending some time in the Republic of Georgia. Uh, that's not. Atlanta, Georgia. That's Tbilisi, Georgia, yes. if you're thinking. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the international train of thought. And then aside from that, a little time in, in Central and South America, like Honduras, El Salvador, a little Bolivia, a little Ecuador, you know, a little <laughs> dabble a little bit in Guatemala. Where else? That's crazy, man. Mexico, of course. Come on. Ah, that's just south of the border. That's crazy. So, so, so you know, the first thing I'm going to say is how do you just pick up languages quickly? Oh, I just, it's constant exposure. So basically I'm a, I'm a maniac when it comes to podcast consumption mm-hmm. and that comes, that basically I listen to different podcasts that's from tech startups and then a bunch of them I listen to in different languages. So RFI, RFI is the yeah. Radio France International. I listen to some of their broadcasts, especially the ones uh, about uh, Radio France. Uh, Radio France International, yeah, yeah. yeah. So their uh, their their basic French program, which is geared more towards the 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 francophone community yeah. in Africa, yeah. which it's a lot easier because again my French is not really solid, yeah. but I do still you know I can communicate at a basic level. Yeah. And what else? You know, different shows. I watch TV Five when I can. France, uh, again, being being based out of DC, you get all these international channels. But now with all podcasting, video capability, live streaming, I'm able to consume it anywhere on the go. And pretty much I, I consume all that stuff while I'm working out, while I'm swimming, while I'm whatever, doing something else. That doesn't really slow me down from uh, doing anything. No, I love it. And, and what, what you said that I loved was that you um, you listen through the digital world that we live in. So if it's radio, RFE, um, you've got TV Sync or with the, the TV, yes. you, find, you find a way to connect. And you didn't use the excuse of not being able to travel to that country to learn the language. Right, it's free. Yeah. It's free, and it's it's a way for you to... I don't need to travel. <laughs> and, it, and that's so true, because I think a lot of people get caught up with the idea of, I can't get the language if I'm not necessarily, you know, in that area. And and it, there's some truth to that a little bit, you know, to speak like locals, but you no, are you able... you got to figure out how to scale. If you can't do it, then go to the next step down. Exactly. Ideally, I would like to go into France and Paris and then... And all those there. countries, yeah. But if I can't do that, what's the next best step? Then start a show on Bob. Yep, yep, yep. That's the next best step. And if they can't do that, and uh, then you go ahead and go to the next step of listening to on a podcast, watching TV, doing it. And as you get better at the language, why waste time? Practice Double, makes perfect. Two exit. Practice make perfect. And so you just mentioned Bob. That segues right into the next topic oh, you want to I talk don't. about. How <laughs> 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 do you use social media to to build an international and global presence? And you and I are both blab addicts. And for those of you. They don't know about Blab. You're going to hear about Blab soon because the last episode was a Blab uh, episode basically recorded. And it's like Periscope meets Google Hangouts. But this yes, guy next to yes. me does 10 shows a week. I mean, I've done like six and I've only been on for a week. But he does 10 a week. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. I just started the 10 shows a week about two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm loving it. I think uh, I found my uh, cadence. Yep. As uh, Gary V used to, likes to say. Yeah. And I like that, uh, that, that word in this instance. Yeah. So basically, I have a show... At, Almost every it's Sunday through Thursday, 9 p.m. And on Saturdays, I just totally kill it. Because again, you know, for those of you that are listening that have a full time job or saying, oh, I can't, I'm busy, I'm this and that. No, 
there's too much time in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. So <laughs> what I end up doing with it is I do my little, what most people call a full-time job. I call it my part, part-time thing, which is a 40-hour job. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, out of the, you know, I, got, I waste 40 hours a day out of, the, or at, of a week mm-hmm. out of 168 hours mm-hmm. in the week. And that leaves me about 60 hours of good quality, uh, solid time to do the side hustle, which I consider my full-time. Full-time job. Yeah. So Lab. Uh, different, yeah, you the, want me to get into the... Oh, please get into it. The one I want to ask you is give us some steps as to how you use... Because you just got on social media in February, you said, and now you have a big presence. I started and, researching in February, and then I basically started trickling in on, on, on social media a few months later. Wow, that's crazy. So how did you get to that level to research, and then how did you just start growing a platform? Because now oh. people from different parts of the world listen to you, come watch your content and consume your content, and they know about you. So what did you do? I mean, because you know, not everybody is social media savvy. Right, exactly. So let me give a little bit of context. Let me back up a little bit, and then we'll get to that the question. And if I forget to loop it back in, please interrupt. Oh, I got you. Me I got in. you. I got you. So Because I love talking about different things. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, February, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all in, do be an entrepreneur, and essentially start building uh, my engagement platforms to be able to essentially teach other people teach uh, what I've learned. Because mm-hmm. throughout my life, I've, I've learned quite a few things, you know, from foreign languages, from uh, being an attorney. I'm also, yeah, doing that a little bit. And just, just learning, constantly learning and figuring out the most efficient way to do things. So I figured out that podcasting is probably the most efficient way to consume information. Uh-huh. In order to be able to teach, you have to know. In order to know, you have to learn. In order to learn, you have to consume content. And you have to curate that content in a way so that it's efficient for other people to for other people, and that's how they find utility in it, and then you can monetize off of that, right? Uh-huh. Because you're saving them time. That's uh-huh. how you make money, right? Uh, that's one way to make money. So anyway, I went in, did the analysis of all the different podcasts that I need to know about in order to uh, learn about all the things that I'm passionate about. And then I started listening to it at 2x, 3x, whatever the maximum capability is on Overcast, I did that. Whatever the maximum capability using the... Uh, by reading, uh, listening to audiobooks, I found that platform. And for example, the voiceover feature on iPhone. Right. Boom. So I listen to it at max speed so that I can consume it. But I don't want to waste my time and sit and read books. <laughs> I want to do it while I'm working out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I can consume a book. I can essentially consume one one book equivalent a day, and without really changing my lifestyle, while commuting in. Mm-hmm. To my, your your full time job, mm-hmm. while coming back or while you're working out during the middle of the day. So that's literally if you count all that up, it's an average of about two two and a half hours worth of your day, mm-hmm. and you can consume one full book, about a two hundred plus page book in that time frame. So now I'm an expert, right? Mm-hmm. If you can consume that amount of information and, and retain it, you're now considered an expert in that field. So a lot of people say you can't be you, you can you can either be uh, like a mile wide and an inch deep, or you can be a mile deep and an inch wide. But I think with these hacks, mm-hmm. I can do both. Uh-huh. That was a question you asked me before we yeah, started this episode. Yeah. I think that is the key to success in being a mile deep and a mile wide. And so, so with that, so no, now with social media, yeah, yep, exactly, yeah, perfect. Because I was right there with you, Tao. So, learning about how to do, like, you have you have to bring value to people, right? So I learned it. Went to conferences after learning, like having enough. Uh, in my repertoire to be able to throw out the right buzzwords for people to think that I'm credible in what I'm saying. True. Right? And so now, you know, going to those conferences, meeting the right people. So now I'm building myself up. And as I'm going, getting ready to go to these conferences, you basically give people shout outs, right? Uh-huh. For what they do. Because I consume so much stuff from other people. Yeah. And now I'm re- returning the favor by saying, hey, your content is great. Now, granted, I've consumed so much so I can relate what's good and what's not. And so for the top performers, I give them shout outs. And then they recognize that I'm that I exist, right? Mm-hmm. Start engaging with them, and then that's through social media. You start connecting with those folks, whether it's in LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook, 
And then just really, I mean, I'm not buying anything from them, but I'm building their brand recognition Mm -hmm. because they're doing things that are good. So that's one aspect of social media. And then I was about to launch my own podcast because I love, I'm a podcast maniac. Why not, why not start my own? I was going to start one. Uh, right after going attending the podcast movement mm-hmm. in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, yeah. early August. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I, I knew what the community was about, what information gaps I had in terms of the technical side and getting the pa- podcast going. Uh, I felt comfortable at the end of that co- podcast that I was ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So in the middle of me starting to launch my podcast, I hear about Blab. So Brian Fanzo is a big social media expert here. He just moved down to Fredericksburg, Virginia, just south of where I live. And one of his periscopes, he comes on, he's like, I'm blabbing. And I'm seeing like in the background, a live stream four panel screen of his computer. Oh, it took me like maybe 1.5 seconds to immediately open that app and say, you know what? I'm all in on this platform because my strength is interpersonal communication. Right. It is. That's how we got here. (laughs) Yeah. So like Meerkat Periscope, it's one way. Yeah. I can't do anything when I'm just literally talking to myself and reading some text. I'm not a guy that likes text wars, mm-hmm. you know, and then having miscommunications because you can't understand the sarcasm True. or the jokes that are involved in texting. Mm-hmm. So this is the first platform out there that's video to video, seamless, way better than Google Hangouts because there's a, we've all had issues. Yeah, we have. And then, bam, instant feedback too. Blab. Instant feedback, and it's also one of the things that you know, as a podcaster who who does blab, is it it does test your hosting ability. And because you have to guide the conversation, and that that forces you to really be specific if it's content you're talking about. It also forces you to engage the right way. Because then, then I'm like, okay, 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 and you see that, right? And then you right. like you get almost a third eye. You're like you're even more aware, and you're looking at the engagement level because you can see when someone drops and when someone comes back on. Yes, because you can yes. see like, okay, I got to stay on point. You got to keep yeah. everybody interested and engaged. Yeah, you have to be. The key thing is you got to be interested. And interesting. Yes. And the key thing to be interesting is, you know, you got to have a little bit of charisma and, yeah. and really have that emotional intelligence of looking at somebody, their nonverbal cues to determine whether or not you're still being interested. Like right now, you're looking at some notes, but I was going to see if you're looking at your text, but you're not. You're actually <laughs> trying, to, trying yeah. to get this back on track yeah. so that you're, you're exactly. uh, managing your show. Exactly. I like that. No, I love it. And I picked what? up on that. That's the things that you pick up as non, you're practicing. Nonverbal cues. And the thing <laughs> is, we're using social media to build a global presence, right? It, it's It's... Oh yeah. The fact the fact the fact that uh the digital media is is you know it makes the world flat and Keep anyone tr- Oh yes. Yeah, I love you. Anyone yeah. I and, got another hour long conversation based on just that word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it flat and anyone can turn can turn in and tune in to see your blab at any time. Fareed Zakaria, you probably yeah. read a little bit about him. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, and and, and, and <laughs> I'm I'm just curious cuz you, you said you were going to the podcast and you like you realize this is the platform where I can I can make an impact and can have conversations and invite people to come on. And I just started like like a couple months after February, and now I'm building this presence where right. I have an, an engaged audience who will eventually evangelize my content because they buy into who I am. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's, that's so, the presence. So, I mean, amen to everything you just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you that subscribe to that term. And uh, good stuff. So as far as, yeah, you, internet, you're talking about the global presence and flatness. So yes. obviously I'm a, I'm a voracious reader of international affairs issues. Yes. You know, foreign affairs, foreign policy. I just, you know, Free Zakaria, his show on Sundays, Global Public Square. I listen, I've listened to every single episode. Okay, I gotta check uh, it out. I gotta check it out. It. You've heard of him? Yeah, no, I gotta check it out. I've heard of him, but I haven't There's heard the show. There's a podcast Sundays. Yeah. It actually, it's on Sundays, but the, uh, when it's recorded on the show live and then on Monday evenings now. It used to be Tuesdays. Now they're doing it earlier. The release oh. is on Mondays. Okay. So it's actually sometimes now before my show on Where Nothing is Foreign, 
which is great because I use some of the content to kind of like ah, make sure that makes not, sense. not use some of the content, but nah, like ref- it it, reference it and tie it into the discussion. So as far as the world being flat, I want to really tone it, hone in on that. Yeah, that's one of the statements that I've made throughout on Blab. Like we are in an age where the world is completely flat. You can communicate and engage with anybody you can think of yes. as long as you literally want to. Mm-hmm. It may take you a couple, you know, couple tries. You know, just like waiting in the line in the cafeteria. Sometimes, you know, the queue is a little longer, but still, you can still catch the attention of anybody on the planet. And mm-hmm. as you're becoming more interested in them, you're bringing them value because you're pretty much evangelizing what they're doing, and they're mm-hmm. going to reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, all right, we had the Twitter platforms. That was like the first step. Up. Yeah. But now it's just like, it's to the point where I can now scale my number one reason why I'm doing all this. My mm-hmm. why, my Simon Sinek why is... You keep bringing all these people. Come on, I read a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I'm talking about how it's flat. Uh, what was I? What was I getting? At? The uh, the why? How the, the world's the why. flat? Yeah, and the why. I want to meet everybody on the planet and bring some sort of value, whether it's a smile on their face mm-hmm. or teach them something new that they didn't know. Yeah. And the best way to do that is blab. And, and you know, for me, my goal is to create a culturally aware generation. I honestly believe that in order to uh, to build the next set of global leaders in the right way, they have to know how to communicate across cultures and think outside the box. Yes. Those are my two things, and that's why I, I always won't say yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Par français, c'est un peu de... Yeah, um, see, I can't do that, but... Uh, <laughs> Entiendo solo un poquito. But, um, but what I was trying to get at is I, I really believe in that cross-cultural communication. And I believe that with you, digital platforms, so, there's, a, there's a way to do it and there's a way to understand. A lot of the problems I believe in today's world are because people don't understand from the other person's perspective. I have a story behind that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah. And, and, and I think <laughs> once, once we start using and seeing it as a calling and using it as a purpose, that's when we actually get the fans, the evangelists, and the people buying into what they do because one, they feel heard, they feel represented but they also buy into your story because they feel like you're talking to them and not at them it's like you're speaking their language all right every single thing you say i have a story behind it. Uh, but story 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 <laughs> tell me tell me tell me tell me and then and, and, and then we'll wrap it up with okay. your with your difference gotcha so talking about how it, cross-cultural communications if you can't speak somebody's language whether it's in the same language mm-hmm. like a subcultural language whether it's uh you know slang using vernacular that is only known in that whatever niche mm-hmm People aren't going to, like, trust you. Yeah. You need to start throwing out the terminology. Then they know exactly that you've experienced things that are similar, etc. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's context. The story I wanted to get to. In New York City, a lot of people are, are fresh immigrants from uh, other countries. True. You're from New York. I, I live, I live in New- I'm from Nigeria, but I live in New York, yeah. All right, but, you, I mean, Nigeria, English-speaking population. Yeah. So you're not really 
somewhat in 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 the story that I'm, I'm talking about. But oh, you still will understand. Trust it. me, trust me. There is yeah, the, yeah. Oh, Nigerian sector, the African sector, the other sector. But here's what I'm getting yeah. at: if you live in a, in a neighborhood or like an apartment complex where uh, or sharing a house where the person upstairs speaks Korean only, and I'm just it doesn't matter. I'm just using examples. Yeah, examples, examples. Yeah, it could be any language, any other mm-hmm. culture. Korean upstairs. And it only speaks Korean. doesn't speak English or any other language. Another person, such as yourself, you speak Russian and only Russian. Another person below you is a new immigrant that's from, I don't know, uh, in, uh, let's, let's think of something, uh, Indonesia or name. name country X. And then you, as an American, only speaks English. Yeah. And now, there's something that's, that your neighbor is doing that's, you know, it's annoying. You can't really, like, you don't like. Whereas if you knew that person's language... You could diplomatically communicate and say, yeah. hey, what's going on? Because you've already established that relationship of saying hi, but because you can't communicate at all with each other, you can't even say hi to establish some sort of level of rapport. So then that annoyance becomes a grievance. Mm-hmm. That grievance becomes, it starts to percolate and percolate, mm-hmm. and then it boils over to the point like, ah, oh, I can't deal with this, yeah. and then you explode on them. Yeah, right? it's Whether so it's true. a verbal expletive, etc. And then, and it's all because of one little piece where you could have just said, hey, if you don't mind, like, Turn it I down. love your music and everything, yeah. but I got kids. I mean, if you can just try to keep it a little, a little bit down, it's not that loud, but a little bit down yeah. after say ten o'clock, that'd be great. I mean, you don't have to, but and that but it, already like plants yeah. a seed diplomatically. Like, please be considerate. Yeah. If you don't know the language, you can't do it. And <laughs> to take that to the cultural level. If you can't communicate with your neighbor, that's maybe. Hispanic background yeah. or African-American background that uses different like nuances and language, different vernacular. It's just, we all use different words yep, different. We based on our experiences. Mm-hmm. And if you're open to be able to, to understand that, yeah, then you can start using, you know, cross-pollinating ideas <sighs> and language. So true. Right? I mean, I can't, I mean, that's the exact point of what I do, what I do, and you are so spot on. We're co-hosting. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're co-hosting. First of all, first <laughs> of all, we're, ivory, we're, we're doing, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're doing a blob and we're doing, the, we're going to make it work. But it is so true, though. I feel like it, 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 it permeates the society. the friction in yeah, New York. In, in the, because a lot of people can't, can't diplomatically yeah. come to a uh, resolution or a compromise. Yeah, I live in Washington Heights. It's uh, people affectionately call it like DR. The, the, uh, oh Dominica. man, I, so, I'm so originally I, from Inwood. Ah, so we're called yeah, fifteen blocks yeah, north 50, of you. Yeah, <laughs> so I know I, I, you know, I come across these issues all all the time, and I'm like, man, you guys, if you guys, because I, I can hear both. I'm like, if you guys just, if you guys just understand what the other person is trying to say, it was so it'll be helped so much. But as we wrap up, I want I want to, I want you to give us a, a, a chance for us to understand where we can find you. Um, and then also tell us how we could use how how you use your difference to make a difference. Okay. Yeah. All right. How you can find me? Uh, my last name is R A I K L I N Raiklin. And let's see here. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can kind of see everything I'm involved in on there. My background. You can kind of extrapolate from what else I do based mm-hmm. off of that. Uh, Twitter Raiklin. Raiklin. Facebook. Just type in Raiklin. Uh-huh. Uh, everything you can just type in Raiklin and reach out to me, depending on what platform of choice is for you, because I want to make it easier for you. Uh-huh. And then also the what was the question? Oh no! Well, you know, even I'm, I'm going to pause on that because I just remembered another question I want to ask you: global, oh. global business. How can people build businesses globally right now? Because you're an investor as well, right? I'm an, an investor. You're an angel in investor in the sharing economy space. Sharing economy space. So I'm I'm very interested in that that sharing economy space and what oh, that happens okay. because I I think. 
one of the benefits of having a global mindset is that it it opens your mind but also allows you to think uniquely and solve problems in different ways. So maybe you have a story on that and then we'll close with how you use your difference to make a difference. All right, so as far as, like, there, I guess there's two topics you, you touched on on that kind of contextual statement and question. So the first piece on the, on the sharing economy piece. So we got... Uh, so I'm, a, I'm an advisor and an investor in a couple startups. Piazza is a DC-based startup that takes the Craigslist model and takes it into like today's day and age where you can verify users, cashless transaction, but only premium goods. So the barrier to entry is a little higher because we want to keep the riffraff off of the platform. Gotcha. Right? Another one is a guard llama we talked about. I won't talk about that because that's not a, a sharing economy company. Another one is called theintelligencecommunity.com. Mm-hmm. And it's a freelance marketplace for the national security sp- arena, mm-hmm. similar to uh, Elance... Yes, Up, Elon's uh, old desk, Odesk, all the, yeah, old desk work. Upwork, yeah. So take that model, apply it to the national security space, it verifies people's clearances and capabilities, linguistic ability, cultural attuneness to be able to apply it to national security requirements, right? Okay. So those are a couple of pieces in the sharing economy. Uh, but there's uh, there's other ones out there. I wanted to kind of mention a few where the listeners can actually gain value from mm-hmm. and actually earn a little side hustle from. Okay. So right now, as we're speaking, mm-hmm. or no, actually no, because I, I drove up here. But usually during the week when I'm not using my vehicle, I actually rent it out. I make a, a, a usually about five to six hundred bucks a month of just passive income off of that. Oh wow! So the two companies that do that, depending on where you live, if you're in an urban area, there's uh, Get Around Get G E T A R O U N D, and I just started on the platform in Northern Virginia since they launched. And guess who was the first one on that platform in Northern Virginia? This, this guy. Because <laughs> I know the co founders. Yeah, yeah. So they, they contacted me as soon as they were able to. Open Always up. first first guy on it. First guy in. All right. So that pro- platform. But then if you if you live in a rural area or where Get Around doesn't exist, then you can use Relay Rides. And basically, you, you register your vehicle on the platform, you put the price, you take some photos, and you basically say, hey, this is my vehicle for rent. Hmm. Start making me money. Yeah, yeah. And so that's one one platform. Obviously, you've heard of other ones like Uber, Lyft, Sidecar, mm-hmm. Split. Those are in the rideshare industry. Postmates, DoorDash, mm-hmm. where you can deliver food to people in urban areas. And I just met last night another company that uh, I'm probably going to be. Uh, well, I'm working out a term sheet with them this this week to either invest or take a piece of equity based on an advisory role with them. And. Uh, I won't say the name of the company yet. Obviously, it's not yeah. finalized yet. Yeah, and but it's also in that space. It basically saves you time by providing you uh, amalgamation of services, of essentially, you, you know, your dual earners in the family both working, so you don't have much time to take care of the kids. This and that, do all of these little chores. Chores. So for like forty bucks a week, you 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 hire someone collectively, like the your ten neighbors hire collectively this one personal assistant employee to be able to manage cleaning your house buying groceries delivering that taking care of like you know folding doing laundry folding it this and that all in the comfort of your own home boom so, so that sharing economy has allowed you to create passive income essentially yes and then you've also or earn, earn another side hustle side. Earn another side. and you also and sometimes I imagine you make you build relationships with a lot of these people yes and that's the main reason yeah, why yeah. a lot of people ask me like what I mean, you're you're successful. You, why are you driving for Uber? Why are you driving for Lyft? This and that. Yeah. Like when you're making. Yeah. I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like, I'm okay. I'm I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm okay. So. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's market research. Yeah. That's like, how why you are think. You doing it? Mindset. I'm networking. That's a global mindset. I'm I'm for it. Uber it's a mindset. I got somebody in my car for 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
you own somebody after 20 minutes if you're engaging and because not I mean when I say own somebody you own their attention yeah meaning if you're if you don't then you got to work on your interpersonal skills mm. like right now I'm listening to everything you're saying uh, hopefully oh I'm I'm, I'm, I'm taking it in I'm taking <laughs> so it in I've already passed the notes if so I can I'm provide done. value yeah. like as I get to know somebody and I'm like the first thing I, I ask is you know what, what are you about and then usually in my little repertoire of uh, you know whatever hundreds of books I've read I can provide a little nugget that mm. might or recommend you contact somebody that's going to be able to get you to that next level. Next level. <clears throat> so I'm bringing value to every single person I engage with when I'm driving for Uber, Lyft. I don't do it anymore now. I just, I make money off of referrals. But it gave me that market analysis of what can this platform be used for? Uh, how can I evangelize it? And plus, I consider myself a sharing economy entrepreneur mm-hmm. and getting to the point where, I mean, other people can call, can call me expert, but I could say that, you know, I've learned a lot about the, mm-hmm. the platforms. So you learn about doing, you know, you learn by doing. We had a keynote a little yeah. earlier today, you learn by doing. So I drove for Uber, figured it out. Now I can advise anybody on, hey, should I drive for Uber? Should I drive for Lyft? Should I do sidecar? What are the differences, discrepancies from both standpoints yeah. as a passenger and as a driver? And that's how, you, so developing global mindsets involves doing, putting yourself out there, sharing the economy, and focusing on building relationships. And then the second part of that was international business. International business. How do you scale? Yeah. Or how do you like, get involved yeah. in international business? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to, like, everything is involves communication. Uh-huh. And as we get to the, every square inch of the planet, having a live stream feed on it, uh-huh. literally, we're getting there. Uh, no, we With are. The Internet of Things. And and, oh, we are. Yeah. Appliance, car, etc. Everything is going to be live fed. And you, know, you got to be transparent. And the best way to be transparent, engaging, and uh, interesting with someone, you have to be able to work on the interpersonal skills. Right. And then once people feel comfortable with you, because you understand their culture, where they're coming from, and engaging with them, then they start to build that trust with you, mm-hmm. and then that trust turns into, here's a recommendation, mm-hmm. or here's a product that I have, here's a service that I provide. If you're interested, please use my service. But you've already, you've already captured their attention, gained their trust, so now when you do offer something, they know without any reservation it's going to bring them value, and that's where you can monetize. And for those people listening who are just, who are thinking, I want to have that global presence, but I, I suck. I, I'm shy. I'm that type of person. I suck at talking to people. What do you say to them? That's an easy, easy answer. If you're an introvert and you're shy, mm-hmm. but you still want to kind of get into there, you're, you get really nervous, Yeah. lurk. Be a lurker. And what I mean by that is go on to Blab, for example, and watch what other people are doing that are, that are in the space that you want to get into. Mm-hmm. See what they're doing. Read, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> and then once they say something that you can either correct in a diplomatic way or add something to the discussion that will be valuable to those that are going to read what you post, that's when you start engaging. Because mm. then you start making a name for yourself mm-hmm. of a person that only speaks when they're bringing some sort of value. Wow. And then that's as powerful. you get confidence so based off of that, because then you'll get positive feedback that you're bringing value to the discussion, that'll start building your own personal internal confidence. And then you're going to break out of that shell of, you know what, why am I scared? These guys yeah. are actually complimenting me. Yeah. And then it builds. And then it snowballs. Uh, and then that snowball becomes a boulder. And then now you're a keynote speaker. That is crazy. And that is so true. And it, it, Man. <laughs> I was just looking at the shift. I was like, I, I get right Yeah, now. well, you know, that's, that's just natural. That's all natural. <laughs> All right, but uh, okay. So um, we've done a lot of talking. We've we we talked about how you, you picked up languages. 
Talk about how you don't have any excuses and how you use every opportunity you have to build relationships. We're at a freaking podcast right now, podcast conference, and we're recording a podcast, which is ironic, and we're talking about future collaborations. And we had never met before. In fact, prior to meeting, I was just telling him I had seen him on Twitter the other day, and I was like, what are the odds they were running to the same conference? And now we're talking about future collaborations. But that came about from you making the introduction and you just like saying, when you go to conferences, you look for engagement. You, you're looking for providing value and all that. And then you, you got me to, like, do a car. This is the first time I've ever done a podcast in a car, in the back seat of a car. You got me to do that. And now, now I'm thinking, I'm just looking. I was somewhat studying the tools you had. I was like, okay, I got to start doing this more. Because I can do podcasts almost every day and blab, and blab and do this type of opportunities if I really just... Always have the capabilities put to myself, do it with yeah. you. And then you find your target. Exactly. You make your own luck. You make your own luck. And you I, find I, your targets of opportunity, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess that, you know, you already talked about how you use your difference to make a difference. But how would you say that in one sentence? How do I use my difference to make a difference? So. Wide and deep. I'm maniac. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I maniacally consume valuable content and take those, the best nuggets and share it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. No. No, we and can't. You build trust. You're always providing value. Always Same. providing value. And there's, you know, there's, there's that saying, always be closing, always be creating. That's what I, like, I always like to say. You create to create, and then it's... So it's I guess my, my strong point, I guess to a little bit further on, the, on that same question is, I think my strong point, and it took me years to, to, to refine. To get it. I have another story for maybe another time, <laughs> because we're wrapping up. Yeah. We're wrapping up on time. Is yeah. You always want to be interested, like I was saying, interesting. So you want to... You know, continuously engage. Yes. And you get that feedback. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you can get immediate feedback. Whereas before, five years ago, my interpersonal skills weren't, weren't as sharp as they are now. But through engaging, going to conferences, getting feedback, incorporating that feedback, not, you know, having thin skin, or thin, thick, thick skin. skin. Ah. <laughs> and basically saying, you know what? If two or three people that are pretty successful are saying the same thing, that's pretty, I mean, if if it's not, it's, it may not be fact, but it is now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Perception's reality. For perception sure. becomes fact. So true. So you need to start making adjustments. Now, granted, don't change who you are, but make it so that you can still be who you are, but still be able to to connect with others. Use your difference. Everything is a compromise. Use your difference to make a difference. There, and there we go. Thank you so much, Ivan, for coming on. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for listening to me. Whoa! It was a pleasure, man. <laughs> You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.